0: I'm Kalisa, and this is Bravo Maestra. Let's get into it. Welcome to Bravo Maestra. This episode is a double feature, and I'm going to be talking about the premiere of Summer House and the Southern Hospitality Reunion. So I'm going to start with a reunion so that we can wrap up that show and season and then end this episode excited about starting a new show and season. So let's go. So I wanted more from this reunion, like a lot more. I wish that Andy had dug a little deeper or much deeper and held people AKA Maddie's feet to the fire more and normally I'd start with their outfits but I was disappointed in all their outfits like if I had to choose I would say that Emmy and Will looked the best but none of them were like great did you guys see them I had posted that like when they first came out I had posted a picture and I don't know like nobody stuck out to me so that was kind of disappointing um and then with a seating arrangement we had Andy and Love in the middle just like with vanderpump rules how andy and lvp would be in the middle and next to andy was maddie joe mia o'sheen and then tj at the end and then next to leva was emmy will bradley grace and lucia at the end so andy starts with the maddie trevor saga and i was like genuinely surprised i was like this is what we're starting with And Maddie says that they broke up because of lifestyle differences. And Andy is like, oh, because he's a pedicab driver. And Maddie's like, oh, he's not a pedicab driver anymore. And Joe says he got fired from pedicab. And Andy just moves on. Like, I still want to know why he got fired and what he's doing now. Like, did you guys notice that? Do you guys care? Is it just me that cares? I felt like Andy kind of just couldn't care less and was going through the motions for this reunion. Did you guys feel that? Did you pick up on any of that from him? I don't know, but still like that was my first question. And then even still like at the end of the episode and going over my notes, I was like, yeah, what the hell is Trevor up to? Like what happened? I want to know. Why did we just move past that? Then Grace says that she just wants Maddie to be happy and that she saw how much stress it was. Or was being put on her because of some of the people in the cast and first of all i'm like no second of all there was not enough grace this reunion or the season do you guys agree like she was very quiet in the reunion and i feel like every episode i was like where was grace like more grace maddie tells us that um her and trevor still share a lease on a house and that she kind of lives in two houses i guess it's like the same situation as um we saw on the show like she's living in a house with trevor and a house with O'Sheen. i don't really understand and again not really any questions were asked um Andy asked Maddie if she still hooks up with Trevor and she's like, I totally have. I totally have. And it was weird. Like, I don't know if she said that because like, if it was like, oh, if I just say it, nobody else can say it kind of thing. But Andy just moves on and Maddie was just very like monotone and kind of blah the whole reunion. It was kind of weird. Then... They bring up what I brought up a few episodes ago, saying that Joe will just believe the worst of Trevor, like no matter what. And then Leva asks Maddie, so it didn't bother you that in Sammy's video. Okay. So Sammy's video, like cell phone footage, like when they're walking down the street or whatever. So Leva's like, it didn't bother you in the video that Trevor's walking with her and saying things like, oh, you're touching my dick. And Maddie's like, what I got from that video was, why is she recording this video? And Trevor was more like, are you trying to touch me? Like, why are you trying to touch me? Like in a disgusted way. Come on, Maddie. (laughs) Like this girl and everybody is like, Maddie, he was enjoying it. He was laughing. He was twerking on her. And I'm like, yeah. And duh, like we know Sammy was recording the video to like stir up drama, like get on the show, whatever. But Sammy isn't your problem, Maddie. Like your inappropriate boyfriend is your your problem. Oh gosh. So then Emmy tells Maddie that she's known Trevor since they were 17 and she doesn't want it to be like, oh, we all hate Trevor you guys just aren't a perfect match and it shouldn't be this hard. And Maddie's like, I agree. And grace pops up and is like, let her figure that out on her own. And Maddie's like, yes. And I do think there is something to that. I've had this conversation with friends before where I feel like there's something to be said about just letting someone, especially someone you're close with, like let them know your concerns and then just leave it at that. Don't you don't have to hammer it and hammer it and hammer it. Like, You say it and let them do with that information, what they want and like figure out, figure it out on their own. What do you guys think about that? Then Andy asks Brad if he went searching to expose Trevor to get back at Maddie for the alley rumor last season. And Brad's like, well, that was proven to be a lie by Maddie's best friends, Grace and Mikel. And I was just delivering Maddie information that was given to me. I didn't seek it out. And what do you guys think? Like, I, that's what's so hard about these shows and these people, like these crazy people. Like, I can kind of believe him and I kind of don't. Like, I feel like it could go either way, right? But Maddie's like, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. He was pushing and pushing. And he's like, because you didn't want to talk to this girl, I'd want to know if someone cheated on me. And maddie kind of loses it a little bit and is like that's what you found out at the end i did talk to the girl and she says it with like that joker smile on her face like (laughs) you know what i'm talking about and also i was like um okay yeah he found he found out we all found out at the end so how would that affect him bringing it up before that like it doesn't even make any sense to me and bradley calmly says yeah everything you said about that you couldn't even keep your story straight all you've done is lie this whole effing time you have a vendetta against me and keep acting like i have a vendetta against you and i was like yes i thought that was a great response and then andy asks maddie why did you lie and she says i don't feel like i lied and they're all like what And Andy's like, well, when you told Joe, you acted like it was the first time you had heard it. And they show that creepy ass clip of Maddie playing the recording for Joe again and like being all upset. I don't know what it – like did that clip upset you guys – or not upset you guys, but like creep you guys out? Because it always creeps me out seeing that, like knowing that – like, it was all a setup and a lie. Like, it really freaks me out, like, how sociopathic it seems. Like, oh, it gives me goosebumps. And then Joe, like, pipes in and says that he has a soft spot for Maddie and has been told by others that she manipulates him and that – that scene was the first time he thought they may be right like that it might be true and she literally looks at him and goes "Mm -hmm." and then turns to andy and everyone starts cracking up and will's like she was fake crying joe and maddie's like that was not fake crying will f you and andy's like it felt like you were acting you were on the call so you didn't just get the information and as he says this he's like squinting at her like what are you trying to do right now? And so, and he doesn't say that. That's like kind of the look he's giving her. And then he does say to her, you were lying. You were lying. You were lying. Like literally Andy Cohen told her she was lying three times. (laughs) And she says, lying about what? Oh gosh. And he says, I could not have his job. I would be so frustrated. But he's like, You said you just got the bombshell. You were on the call. You didn't just get this information. And she's like, Yeah, but I don't understand who who I'm lying to, like the group. And they're like, Ta joe And she says, saying what? And I made a note here that she reminds me of Jax, like Jax Taylor from Vanderpump Rules, like demon, like alleged demon. Like let me act dumb and keep lying and just i guess that yeah like let me just act dumb and keep lying and be like huh what what do you mean is that what you believe did i say that i don't think i said that about what like that whole do you remember Jax would be like that? I feel like that is what Maddie's doing. And it's really frustrating and really annoying. And it's almost like, let me keep doing that until I exhaust people so that they stop questioning me and I can just get away with it. Do you guys know what I mean? Am I thinking like too much into that? Ugh, it just grossed me out. Then, then, sorry, Andy says slowly, like to a child, you said... I just got this bombshell. There's this call. And she's like, I did get, just get that call in Miami. But wasn't Miami like 10 to 14 days earlier? And Will says, like, he says what I've been thinking at like, and what I'd imagine they must've been thinking. It's hard to watch that and think about how conniving and planned that entire phone call scenario was. I've watched her manipulate people and spin things and lie, and it was nice to see her get caught. Then Grace says, but she's not getting a lot of respect from y'all. And I, you guys know I love Grace, but no, 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 no. Mia says that Maddie will tell them, like, while they're all effed up, I'm sober. So I'm the one who knows what actually happened. And then Grace says, we're not going to say that she uses her sobriety as a weapon. That's not true. And that's disgusting, which I did think was really sweet, but I do know what, what Mia was trying to say. Um, and then Grace adds like, we need to be nice and respect people and we're not being nice and I don't like it. And Maddie's laughing at her. And then Grace says, we've been hard on this woman. And then Maddie like immediately gets serious and nods then andy just moves on we don't get any more information about like that sammy girl like maddie doesn't get into any trouble with andy for like self-producing and especially that scene with trevor that you guys like i can't get over that scene where her where maddie and trevor at the restaurant and he's like guess what i called the girl like It was literally all made up and set up and maddie acted like what did you do trevor when she was on the call with him talking to sammy like it is so frustrating to me and like we don't even get into it like i was looking forward to andy being like pissed at her like what are you doing lying and like i don't know i just was hoping for more But anyways, Andy moves on to Leva firing Mia, and I still can't believe Mia, and I just wonder like how she thought that whole situation was going to go. Like if your workplace, this is my opinion, if your workplace has made it clear that there is no drinking allowed, then there's no drinking allowed. If you can't handle that, then you have to leave. Arguing against it is just ridiculous, right? And then to admit to your boss, yeah, I do it too. And saying it in like a rude, confrontational way to your boss, uh-uh. And then I like forgot about this until like when they replayed the clip and I watched it on Peacock so it's not censored. When like after Leva fires her and she was like, you're not going to F with me now. Like bye. And then... <laughs> And then, like, back at the reunion, Mia says that she's not sorry for what she said, just how she said it. I felt like that was immature. Like, it seemed like she was trying to be mature, but it overall just seemed like a little kid, like, trying to be mature, and it just came off very immature. I I didn't like that. But then they start talking about Emmy getting the AGM position, and Joe makes a comment saying, My concerns were valid. How long did AGM last for you? Two weeks? And Leva looks pissed and says, I don't like that comment at all. And Andy's like, you're not AGM anymore. And Joe's smiling and says, no, that was my concern. Emmy's our bestseller. She should not be AGM. And O'Sheen says, there's an explanation for everything here. And Joe's like smiling at him. And then we see Joe nudge O'Sheen and like quietly tell him, you need to stop interjecting. Who? Who? does Joe think he is? He literally thinks he is the shit and he is a spineless dork. I cannot with him. Like I cannot. Oh gosh. Leva explains that they opened up a new space up the road and wanted Emmy to train there, but that Emmy didn't wanna do it. So Leva was like, well, if I want the AGM to do something, they need to do it. And Emmy tells us that she was overwhelmed and confused. And my theory with that, I want to know what you guys think because it was weird, but my theory is that Emmy was maybe afraid that like if she went to the new location, then that would mean that she was leaving Republic, which would mean that she would lose her spot on the show. Like almost the opposite, like kind of like this, but the opposite of how they moved Sheena from Villa Blanca to Sur. And they like made some excuse like, oh, we need you to work here. You're good here, blah, blah, blah. But it was really like, oh, we want you on the show. So you're going to work here. You know what I mean? Um, But that Emmy was like, wait, if I like for real work at this new location, then I like won't be on the show. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much, but that's my theory then they bring up maddie's somehow like telling emmy the wrong dress color and maddie says like well i would have taken or i would take responsibility for that and i was so proud of emmy telling her but when it came time for you to take responsibility, you didn't. And they show the clip of Maddie telling Leva like, oh yeah, Emmy's not here because she wore the wrong dress. So she had to go home and, and get the right one. And she didn't say, I told her the wrong dress color, like, whoops, my bad. Like it was my mistake. And remember Maddie like was able to find a, like an extra dress for herself, but didn't give it to her, her like employee or like her worker, or whatever, whatever. But like, they just move on i wish they kept maddie like on the hook more like put her feet to the f- is that it hold their feet to the fire put their feet to the fire think like, hold hold her feet to the fire <laughs> sorry guys it's been a long day of teaching i can't talk anymore so then they talk a little bit about that girl sally and apparently she's hooked up with gaston joe and now o'sheen and Ill, but whatever i think it's so weird that she just like disappeared from the show and i feel like that happened last season too remember there was that girl i can't remember her name i feel like it was like lincoln or like delta like some name like that some like southern name like that but remember there was that girl and like i it, they made it seem like she was gonna start a lot of drama with the girls because she like came on the show or she was on on the Republic staff, but then like met her boyfriend who's like really rich and he didn't want her to work anymore. And then like she just disappeared, do you remember that? That's what it kind of reminded me of. So I don't know, this was weird. But then they talk about brad and lucia and they're no longer together surprise surprise and brad says that after filming he got wandering eyes and started a thing with someone from his past and lucia says that brad didn't handle it well that she had to like dig for the information but now they're just back to being friends a.k. it was all just for the show right that's what we knew all along then we find out that Mia is still with Troy, which makes me happy. They seem like an actual nice, decent couple. So that does make me happy. And then Andy reminds us that Shep tried to kiss Mia when he was with Taylor. Do you guys remember that? When that came out, I think it was a Southern... Yeah, it had to be a Southern Charm reunion. Like not last season, but the season before. Um, and I totally forgot about that. So that was that was kind of fun to be reminded of. Andy asks TJ about his dating life, and I felt bad for TJ. Like, he says that it's really difficult in Charleston that many gay people are closeted and they aren't serious and that he's at an age where he wants something serious and to settle down, so I felt bad for him. Andy asks Joe about him dating Danielle from Summer House, and... Joe says that she was the right girl at the wrong time and that he's not at the level she is at, which is true. Danielle is a little bit older and she's well-educated and a career woman in Manhattan. And she's been on a hit show, Summer House, for years. And seriously, who is Joe? You guys know how I feel about him. <laughs> and I'm not even Danielle's biggest fan. We we haven't even gotten to Summer House, but like, n- no, she deserves way, way better. I think... Spoiler alert. That's my biggest problem with Danielle is she deserves so much better. And I feel like she doesn't like she just comes off as like a desperado a lot. And I don't like that for her. Like, come on, girl, you're worth so much more than that. Then Andy brings up the scandalous rumor, which I have posted on Instagram. I don't know if you guys have seen this. You guys need to follow. The podcast on instagram at bravo maestra because i post all the news as it comes out but there's a scandalous rumor that joe and luann were touchy feely or like flirty when they were on watch what happens live together which danielle was in the audience for when joe and danielle were i believe they were still together and joe is so disgusting he's like i love the milfs i'm the mayor of milf city at republic Oh gosh. I literally, oh my gosh. He's just so disgusting. (laughs) I cannot. And as Joe is talking, TJ whispers to Mia that Joe hooked up with Luann and Mia's like, no, they did not. And Joe tells Andy that he was probably more flirty with Luann than he should have been, but that nothing happened. And TJ says, Joe, I think you should be honest. And Andy asks asks TJ, what do you know? And TJ tells Joe again, I think you should be honest. And Joe's like, what? And starts like stumbling on his words. And TJ looks so uncomfortable. Like, dude, are you really going to lie right now? And Joe's still stumbling over his words. And is probably like, don't blow up my spot right now. Like they don't say these things. This is just like the vibes and the looks they're giving. And then Joe looks at TJ like so pissed and says, why would you even insinuate that? Which I took as like, dude, I told you not to say anything. And I think what's not being said too, is it's not just that he hooked up with Luann. It's that he was still technically with Danielle. So I think, I think that's like the big problem. Um, so tj just closes his mouth and like looks around and will says i've seen photos of her bed and i've never even met her and joe says nothing happened and tj looks so uncomfortable and he's like i think TJ's about to boil over and they're all like i think he knows something and like everybody's like joking around and like laughing and yelling stuff but joe and tj genuinely look like really uncomfortable and andy says what percent sure are you that joe hooked up with luann And TJ says 99 and Joe says FTJ and TJ says, Joe, just admit it. And Andy tells Joe, you're so guilty right now. Then they discuss O'Sheen like flipping out on Mia and Lucia when they were in Miami. And they do say that he had like a genuine apology. But then I guess he was on watch what happens live and at this same Watch What Happens Live, actually, the one with Luann and Joe and Danielle, and makes some kind of a comment where he says, like, he was gonna put the girls in their place. And it was really gross. Like, this whole scene where they're all just, like, yelling at each other and stuff, and Andy calls him a caveman, and it was true. And, like, it sucks. For the most part, I'm fine with O'Sheen, but the language he was using was pretty wild to hear, like, in 2024 on bravo right i i didn't like it then they talk about joe sharing the group chat and nothing gets solved like i believe the group was concerned about maddie and that joe didn't present it to maddie in the proper way and that he left out the rude things he said about maddie like when he showed her and then they bring up that joe changed his story and like tried to gaslight the group saying wasn't emmy drunk that night and showed maddie the group text and they're like joe if you're so proud of showing maddie out of concern like to help like you wanted to help her out then why would you then try to shift the blame to emmy and he just has this dumb look on his face and wipes his mouth like i really cannot with him like So this whole time he's been like, it was out of concern. It was out of concern when we really know he was just stirring up shit and like, whatever. And then when he realizes everybody's pissed at him, he's like, uh, uh, yeah, what it must have been Emmy Emmy. You were really drunk. You, you showed her that night. Right. Right. Like I can totally see that happening and they're calling him out and he literally just has a dumb look on his face and doesn't know what to do as always when he's confronted, he is so annoying. I I don't and again this isn't like a fun annoyed like I really can't stand those demons but like keep all the demons the alleged demons on southern charm but it's different like I really just don't need Joe it's not fun and like he and Maddie are two like dumb dumb liars (laughs) I'm sorry I just really don't enjoy them. Also randomly thrown in there is that Maddie made out with Joe before Maddie and Trevor broke up. I don't know. They like try to cover it up and then just move on. It was weird. Then they talk about the will cheating rumors. And honestly, like they just reiterate everything from from what we saw on the show, like nothing new really happened. Then they go at Joe about what a crappy friend he is. And it's just so, again, so gross how back and forth he goes. Like he'll go soft and like, I'm sorry. And then he'll go to the other side trying to be like a tough guy and mean. Like one instance, Emmy's crying and he's like, you know what, Emmy, you're not the only one disappointed. And then she just like talks over him, like (laughs) which made me laugh. And then later, Joe says, I try to act like a tough guy, but I cry behind closed doors. Would you look at me when I'm trying to apologize to you? Like, I was so pissed watching this. Like, ew. If somebody talked to me like that when they were supposedly trying to apologize to me, I'd be like, F you, dude. Like, no. But Will's like, I'll try. You're a lot of words and no actions. And Joe's like, I could easily walk away from you, but I'd still like to have a relationship with you. What? And Will's like, why should I be your friend? After everything you've done to my girlfriend, my friends, all your friendships, you've shown me no reason except for you saying we should be friends. I care about you. That's nice to hear. But and Joe's like, maybe we should part ways. I'm here if you want to be friends, but I have enough friends. I have plenty of friends. What the F? Like even Andy was like, wow, that's not where I thought this was going. It sounds like you've doubled down on everything tonight. And Joe's like, no, I'm trying to explain. So again, do you guys see this? Joe goes from being a tough guy like, oh, yeah, I have plenty of friends. I don't I don't need you. I have enough friends to like softening because Andy got a tone with him. So he's like, no, I'm trying to explain. I've never rooted against you guys. I'm your biggest supporter. And they're all like, what? And O'Sheen basically says that he knows Joe has a good heart and thinks he's too much of a people pleaser. And Andy says that TJ knows Joe well and asks what he thinks Joe should do. And TJ says that he thinks Joe should be honest, worry about pleasing himself. Maybe it takes some time to be alone because trying to make everyone happy isn't working and maybe try being sober. And again, we don't dig deeper into that comment, which I thought was odd. TJ starts to cry and says that their families are close and he knows Joe doesn't mean for this stuff to happen, but he does it and that their friendship has suffered. And Joe says that he apologizes for that. And they all say that TJ is the glue and the reason they're there. And Joe says like, you know, basically he's going to try to do better, better. But have you guys seen online the text? Again, I posted on Instagram. Have you guys seen online the text from Joe to TJ? Joe, like basically was like, it's really pathetic or something like that. Like, it's pathetic that you shared that. Like, no one will remember it was you. You're basically a friend of. Like, ew, who does he think he is? And I think TJ was just like, F you, dude, I'm blasting this and like posted it online or something like that. Isn't that ridiculous? Like, gosh, I can't stand him. So then Andy asks Leva what her advice for them is. And she tells them that friendships fade as you get older. So they should focus on their friendships now and like the ones who are close to them and give them grace. And then I laughed out loud because you know how they always do like a cheers at the end of every reunion. They literally brought out shots in like cheap little like clear plastic Dixie cups and just like a water shot for Maddie every other show gets like fancy cocktails and mocktails but nope not this one i literally laughed out loud i was like i haven't seen little shots like that since like the dive bar from college like what in the world but i hope this show gets a third season i really love it and as i've been saying i highly recommend you guys all watch too all right, now it's time for the season premiere of Summer House. I am so excited for this season, mostly because of the Lindsay and Carl aspect. What about you guys? They start the episode out with clips from the infamous conversation between Lindsay and Carl, where Lindsay says, you've made it very clear. And Carl's like, she's going to say she's blindsided. And then we see Lindsay on the phone with her dad saying he wants to call off the wedding and break up. Then you know, the episode starts for real with Danielle, Sierra, Gabby, and Paige, and they're in the car heading out to the Hamptons. And Danielle says that she was in Montauk last weekend and that she's the opposite of Sierra, that it was Hookup Central. And then she says that while she was out there, she saw her ex boyfriend, Robert, there with his new girlfriend. And Paige is like, New no, girlfriend? That was so quick. And Danielle says, yeah, it was. It makes me wonder if there was overlap, and I always thought there was. And Paige says, he doesn't give me cheating vibes. And Danielle says, they work together. So, boom, there you go. That makes me so mad and sad and uncomfortable. Just gross. Then we see Kyle and Amanda pick up West, one of the new guys. There's two new guys this season. And he's a sports journalist that Lindsay introduced to the group. Amanda asked West if Lindsay said anything about the house dynamics, and he tells them that Lindsay said she may not be everyone's favorite. And Amanda was like, Oh, she said that? Oh. (laughs) Then we go to Carl and Lindsay, and my first thoughts seeing them were one, that they R slash were i don't know are were a hot couple like they really are so attractive together and and separate i guess and two it is awkward and sad watching them knowing it ends like what do you guys think is it like how do you feel knowing like by the end of the summer it's going to end and like seeing them together how does that <laughs> I sound like a teacher how does that make you feel <laughs> Because I didn't really think about it going into it, but then seeing them, it kind of hit me like, oh, this is like really, it really is sad and just awkward. Lindsay says that wedding planning has been busy and that Carl hasn't really been involved. Carl tells us that last summer was the least fun summer he's had and says this could be the last Hampton summer before getting married. And this could be the last Hampton summer ever. And he wants it, he wants it to be fun. Then tells Lindsay he kind of wishes they could be in the Hamptons for the 4th, but the white, the white House is even cooler. And I felt like at that moment, like there's already a divide there. Like Lindsay is so excited that her friend got them an invite to the White House for the 4th. And Carl is like kind of wishing that they could be in the Hamptons instead of DC. What do you guys think? Amanda tells West that she thinks it's probably a good thing Carl and Lindsay are in D.C. the first weekend. And I actually think it's a terrible thing. Like, don't you guys think? I think they should all be there the first weekend and have a fresh start, be on equal footing. Like, I don't, especially like Carl and Lindsay already were going into this summer. Like, on the outside, like as the, not outsiders, but like on the outs, is that Do you guys think that fits? They're like on the outs with everybody or like trying to work their way back in and like be comfortable and like whatever. So for them to not be there with everybody else the first weekend just feels like a big mistake to me. So everybody that is there arrives at the house and they start making drinks. Kyle gives West a tour. Amanda tells the girls that she's in her no patience for Kyle era and says that she keeps coming back to the house to spend time with people other than Kyle. And I'm like, what? You only spend time with Kyle the rest of the year. And she tells us over winter break she or winter break. Yep. I'm a teacher. <laughs> over winter she took a pregnancy test and that it was negative and they haven't been in a good place since and that it's made them think about what's next for them and that they're not ready and i just made a note like i'm confused like i that all seemed weird to me then paige tells us that her and craig have been together for two years and they're still long distance and she loves him but she still wants to do what she wants to do They're getting to know West and he tells them that he's from Missouri. And right away, Sierra's like, do you like horses? Which that like, (laughs) I literally paused it and rewinded it. Cause I was like, did I miss something? But no, like he literally says he's from Missouri and Sierra immediately asks, do you like horses? So I was just like, is that the first immediate question you ask if someone says they're from Missouri? Like I don't know, it was just odd to me. I guess I don't think any no offense to anybody from Missouri, like I don't know a lot about it. Like it just it just was funny to me. I don't know, maybe I'm just a weirdo thinking too much, but it was just funny to me. Like, oh, I'm from Missouri. Oh, do you like horses? Like is it is it known for horses? Like is that just the obvious thing if you're from Missouri, you love horses? It was just weird. <laughs> then West tells them Tells them that his dad is a cattle rancher and sierra is like is your dad single and he's like, no, he's married and gabby's like, yeah, to his mom, probably <laughs> And west says that or tells us that dinner discussions were interesting growing up between his dad being a cattle rancher and his mom being an OBGYN. and then he's making dinner for everybody in the house and I think I like him so far like I I do I like him after this episode so I hope that stays true. I hope nothing changes that. We need guys to stay around, right? Sierra helps West with dinner, and while they're cooking and talking, Amanda and Paige watch them and are like, um, she never helps cook. (laughs) And I love that. Then Amanda asks Paige if she talked to Danielle about Lindsay, and Paige says no, but when Gabby mentioned that Carl and Lindsay aren't coming this weekend, Danielle was just like cool about it, but they're like, yeah, we know that sometimes Danielle gets in her feels, so who knows? Amanda says that they were civil at the Loverboy event, but that they aren't friends, but they are able to be in the same room together. And I made a a note here as well that Paige looks really pretty in her confessional. Like I'm not a fan of the crinkly gold brown top, but her hair and makeup I don't think they've ever looked better in my opinion. Like, I thought she looked stunning. I mean, she always is pretty, but like, it took me aback. I was like, wow, she looks so beautiful. And even this whole episode, I was like, I think this is the best that she's ever looked. Sierra too, I was like, oh my God. I mean, Sierra's always been stunning, but I was like, holy crap, these girls are just getting more and more beautiful. But about Paige, I don't think it's cute that she doesn't ever help clean or cook. Like, I actually really don't like that about her. Then the group has dinner and Amanda and Kyle start bickering. And Kyle tells us that they've been married for two years, yet it doesn't seem like they're on the same team about anything. And that is yikes. But honestly, like Amanda and Kyle have always been yikes to me. What about you guys? page sierra and gabby go to page's room and talk about west and say that they like him and think he fits in and that he gets hotter the more you talk to him and that that's rare and i thought that was funny (laughs) then the group goes to a carnival and it actually looked really fun i was like why haven't we gone to something like this before that looks really fun amanda and kyle have a discussion in the middle of the carnival where of course like kyle's clearly intoxicated right And Kyle says that he wants them to spend more time together, that they have a lot of fun with with their friends separately, but like he wants them to do more stuff together. And Amanda brings up a great point where she's like, we used to get into arguments because I wanted to spend more time with you and have you be more present. And I finally just accepted that that's you. And now I'm fine without you. Like I'm fine doing stuff with like our friends. And he's like, I know, but now I want it back. And she's like, well, it doesn't work like that. But they do say that, like, they'll use the summer to get their groove back. And again, I'm like, have they ever had their groove? Like their relationship has always been tumultuous, always. So the next morning, West and Gabby are the first ones up. And West is like, is anyone ever going to wake up in this house? (laughs) And Gabby's like, no. And they just start making breakfast for everyone. And people finally wake up and grab food and go back to their rooms and Paige and Gabby talk about how well everyone's getting along and that the big thing is there's no passive aggression and Paige and Paige says that like she didn't even have to think twice about like who's in the kitchen and wonder if she could go out there so basically they're just saying like everything's better without Lindsay and Carl right and then Amanda blows up Kyle's spot in the kitchen in front of everybody basically saying that like Oh, Kyle says that he wants to spend more time together and he's giving me a hard time about us not spending enough time together, yet the rest of the night he spent it with a stupid stuffed banana. And I do totally get what she's saying, but it's also not cool to blow it up in front of everyone. Like I said, tumultuous. Then they start setting up for the 4th of July party and Paige is on a FaceTime with Craig... Then Gabby's on a FaceTime with Lindsay and Carl, and Gabby tells them, like, Gabby tells Lindsay and Carl, Oh, everyone's having a great time. And when the seven of us are sitting together, we're like, Wow, nobody's missing. And Lindsay's like, Oh, well, yeah, except for us. And Gabby's like, Oh, well, yeah, but the vibes are really good. Awkward. Like, w- This was so awkward, you guys. Like, I was like, what in the world is even happening in this conversation right now? Like, I understand, like, oh, yeah, like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Like, we're really having such a great time. But, like, to say nobody's missing, like, that's rude. And even Lindsay, like, they were, they paused. And Lindsay, even in the FaceTime, like, leans forward and like taps her chest, like, yeah, except for us. Like, oh, it was just awkward danielle tells us that she and Lindsay had a conversation where they said that they don't need to be besties or sisters let's just start fresh and see where this goes then we see kyle ask west how he's feeling so far and west says that he is into sierra and then the other new guy jesse arrives and i just wrote he's very tall and has a gigantic smile They all start to get ready for the party, and Sierra's in West's room, and she's barely wearing anything and has the most amazing body. Like, she looks so hot. She puts, like, this glitter makeup on, or, like, in Wes's mustache, and they're like, oh my gosh, it looks so good. Like, wow, this really works. And maybe this sounds weird, hot take, but I actually think they'd be cute together, like, in an unexpected way. They seem to naturally get along, like how they were talking in the kitchen and how they're like talking now getting ready for the party. Like they're very chill. They're not over the top and flirty and sexual. Like remember Corey and Sam last season? Ew, like they're not like that. They both seem just so chill and like nice. And (laughs) you guys are gonna think I'm crazy. This is gonna sound crazy, but I have this like vision of them. Being this hot, cute New York city couple because yes, Sierra's a nurse, but she's also a model with an incredible body. Like I just said, so I picture being like the sports illustrated swimsuit model and West's a sports journalist. So it works perfectly in my mind, right? Do you guys see that? Or am I just, do you think I'm nuts? (laughs) So then the guests start arriving and Amanda, Gabby and Sierra sit with Jesse, the new guy, and they start grilling him. And we find out that he's from the north suburbs of Chicago. And he says the most interesting thing about him is he studied jazz vocal performance and he sings in his confessional. And I just was like, meh, I didn't really think anything of, of that. Kyle Poole's I feel like I said that weird, sorry. Kyle pulls Paige to the side and wants to get her opinion to see if he's overanalyzing. And he tells Paige that he and Amanda are in a good place, but could be better. Paige says he picked up on it. She picked up on it right when they arrived at the house. And Kyle says that they don't feel like they're working that great as a team and he's scared that they're talking about starting a family and buying a home and that she's mad that he works too much and that he doesn't get how she can be mad when he's trying to get them financially secure and Paige, i thought this was interesting that she asked him if he resents her for not being as 100 as he is and he says yes and he doesn't want to feel that way which i also thought was pretty big to say Paige tells us that she doesn't think Kyle realized some of the things he has issues with are just part of Amanda's personality. Then we see Sierra, Amanda, and Paige saying that they are enjoying the group, aka loving it without Lindsay and Carl again, right? Then Paige asks, <laughs> "That Paige asks Sierra and Amanda, who do you sleep with, Jesse or West? Pretend you don't know them. And Sierra says, well, obviously Jesse, tall, dark, and handsome, but West gives George gives me vo- Georgia vibes. And Paige says, yeah, West has more swag. And Amanda says, West Fs, Jesse humps like a Labrador retriever. And then they get more graphic. I'm not going to get into that, but it was kind of funny. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like poor Jesse is going to see this. Like, that's so mean. And then Paige tells Amanda about her and Kyle's conversation. And Amanda's just like, no, Kyle's full of crap. When he's stressed with work stuff, he comes down hard on me. And I understand that's what it is. So I'm patient with it and let it slide. And Sierra's like, that must be so exhausting. And Amanda's like, it is. And Paige says, well, he, sa- he also says that he's scared to get a house. He's scared to have kids. He's scared a lot is going to be on him. And Amanda says, well, then go be single. Like, what do you want? And Sierra says, Amanda's done a lot to accommodate his lifestyle and be part of his company. And then Amanda drops the bombshell saying, he effing cheated on me and I took him back. Let's talk about that. He's full of shit. And I was shocked because I feel like Amanda hasn't brought up that, like, the cheating and being like, well, I took you back. Like, using it against him in a long time. And, like, either way, that's not good to do. Like I said, tumultuous. And, like, I've never, I've always thought, like, they shouldn't have gotten married, right? What do you guys think about that? I don't think they should have. Like, I don't think they ever should have been together. I feel like it should have just been like a summer hookup and like they go their separate ways. But I do think this season looks great. What do you guys think about the season? Are you looking forward to it? Well, I hope you enjoyed this double feature. Please follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Instagram at Bravo Maestra at Bravo M-A-E-S-T-R-A. Thanks for listening.